What is going on, everybody? This is Candler English here with Training Ground Garage Talks. This is a space where we have open discussions about what it means to be a Christ-centered man in today's world. And we're so pumped to have you here with us. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Candler English with TG Garage Talks. I am here with Mr. Lee Hollis. Hola. Corey Smith. Hello, hello. And two of our summer participants, we have Drew Myers. Howdy. And Drew Cottrell as well. Hey, hey. So, this, yeah. This was like a book we could call it The Tale of Two Drews. We could. Yeah. Easily. So, yeah, we are kicking off, or I don't know, really kicking off this summer series. Um, and we're going to have a three-parter having um, two of our participants on each episode and also ask them about their experience, um, you know, kind of where they're at in their journey and also what TG has meant to them. Um, And so we really want to just bring you as the audience into that space. Um, And yeah, because we love you. you. We're back. I know we surprised you, but we're back. Yeah, we're back. Full fledged. Charlie's Angels 2, full throttle. (laughs) So we got (laughs) to... So yeah, we have some questions. We're kind of gonna we're gonna you know grill you guys with. Why don't you just introduce yourself? Yeah, where, yeah. where are you from? What school are you going to? Et cetera, et cetera. Whatever you want to share. Yeah. So um, I'm Drew Myers. I'm from outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Just graduated high school and going to be going to Sanford University in the fall to study accounting. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm Drew Cottrell, just outside from Charlotte as well. So. There you go, double trouble. And then I uh, went to school at Wingate University <laughs> with sports broadcasting. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Glad you guys are here. Very much. Thank so. you for having us. <laughs> it's like the Saturday Night Live skit. We won't go into that though. Yeah. <laughs> well, how's your summer going? What do you think? Uh, mine is going very well. It's it's definitely brought out a lot in me that I didn't really know what to expect obviously uh you have the components of work um we have our adventures and then we also have our uh kind of daily lessons throughout the main week and just being able to hear all throughout different perspectives uh sharing our stories and really kind of learning who we are and kind of where we're kind of thinking about heading in the future is it's been huge yeah you know Cottrell has a slight advantage here considering his uh degree was in sports broadcasting Yeah. yeah So in front of the microphone. His natural element. It feels very organic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you, can you say, pop fly into the center field? Do you have to practice that? Okay. Wingate University, as they face Catawba Indians in the pop fly into the midfield, caught by number six, Connor Valano. Oh, there you go. Nice. nice. Yeah, uh, I, can't, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you be you, Drew. Yeah, so Myers, tell us about your summer. Like, yeah. if you were to you know, tell the people at home, you know, how, where are you being challenged? Where do you feel like you're growing? You yeah. Know? I mean, so being the youngest of the group, it is definitely, um, I guess interesting isn't the word, but like it has definitely pushed me in new ways. And I mean, we're, this is week seven and I feel, I don't feel like I'm 18. I feel a lot older than I'm eight, than 18. Like I feel like I'm 22 or 24 and that's probably because I'm hanging around guys that are that age. Um, but you know, this summer is definitely 
it's definitely been life changing. You know, I thought I honestly had it all together coming into the program. And then as Lee says, it's like a snow globe shaking up and now the snow's starting to settle a little bit, but mm. it's definitely allowed for a lot of growth, a lot of maturity and super thankful for it. Definitely mm. feel like I made the right decision by coming. I mean, I was definitely wrestling with it. Like, you know, should I spend my whole summer at training ground? Like it's a huge time commitment and I had, you know, it's my last summer. I could have been at home before college, but ultimately I feel like I made the right decision and it's definitely grown me in more ways than I could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. Come to training ground. We'll wreck your world. There you go. (laughs) How's that? Um, It's, uh, I will say that though, um, we've done pre and post surveys for guys who come to training ground and we'll ask them, how old do you feel before you come into the program? And most guys will say a couple of years younger than their actual age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've done that post-survey at the end of summer, and the guys will say several years over to the average of five to seven years per guy. So that's pretty cool. Like, you're already experiencing that. And it's one of those uh, things that happens. Like, you transition into adulthood, and, and we get to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you guys say, um, you know, obviously um, a lot of adventure, during the summer, I mean, you guys have done fly fishing, you've done some mountaineering, snowshoeing, you've done, I mean, even this past weekend was dirt bikes and off-road, you know, <laughs> four-wheel drive Jeeps, you know, obviously there's other things we can't tell you about in the next uh, five, five weeks, but uh, yeah. um, like in terms of adventure, like that is obviously one aspect that we like to engage um, along with a bunch of others, but like for you, what stands out in terms of kind of an adventure that like... Either it's a first-time adventure or it's just, like, a significant adventure. And it can be, like, a memory. It can be, like, one a one-time. But, like, in terms of out, outside the uh, the four walls of the TG house, like, what do you feel like has turned your crank? Uh, it's pretty incredible for me um, coming back out here uh, for my second time. But uh, Colorado is just a whole different animal. So I just come, for instance, the first week I was here, it was about 84 degrees. The next day at overnight had about two feet of snow. So just kind of crazy weather-wise. And also the atmosphere is just when you have Pikes Peak just literally in your backyard um, and just within like walking distance and uh, Garden of the Gods and so many different national parks that are like right here in this area. And everybody's very active here, very um, just very positive too. And it's kind of, it's a nice relaxing feel kind of from the hustle bustle of Charlotte, North Carolina. So yeah, I will, I will touch on that. Like the first week coming here with, I don't know how much snow, like was it 30 inches up in it was like, it was like going to Hoth. And then at the end of the week, we went to Tatooine. (laughs) So two different into the spectrum but yeah this past weekend like getting to ride a dirt bike for the first time i don't know there's just something about it like mm-hmm. the danger but the adrenaline at the same time like Kaylin was saying like i've never seen you like smile that much yeah like that beaming joyful. from behind yeah. your helmet <laughs> it, it was like opening christmas on christmas day like i don't know or opening presents on christmas day like i don't know why it was so amazing but it just was and just being able to like not conquer that fear, but like just live more life in mm-hmm. a sense. Let's take, let's take that question to the next, the next layer. Like, why do you feel like that's important? So I was like, why is it important for you to feel like, you know, all the, you know, 250 CC 
dirt bike, you know, you're, you know, riding for the first time through water, through trails, you know, through the craziness. And, you know, both of you, you know, made a comment to being like, yeah, you turn around, there's 30 inches of snow. And, you know, like, why do you feel like that was so impactful for you guys? I think, like, what is it doing to your world? Right, yeah. Like, it's doing something to your world. What does that look like? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's not, it's like pushing you in a way. So, like, for instance, for example, like the dirt bike, like, you know, it's something I've never tried before. I've heard a bunch of people say, like, oh, it's super dangerous and all that. And mm. just being able to, like, get on there and ride and just feel that freedom, but, like, not conquer that fear, but... I guess, um, seek out danger in a sense is like a really cool feeling. Mm -hmm. Like getting on the bike and you could feel every rev of the engine, like within your arms and shoulders. And you're going down these really steep hills through water. Um, and it's just really kind of, you can, for me, I kind of use it. I can apply it to any area of my life too. It's like, okay, like I just kind of risked my life on this bike too, but in the same way, like let's, let's go kind of, headstrong like let's really kind of dive in to see um what areas of life that we really need to kind of focus on but also just the freedom like that for me was one of the uh, best times of the summer just being able to there's so much freedom that it's really hard to grasp um especially back home yeah well yeah i mean and i i think that danger piece is so important like like there, there is a good kind of danger um and, you know, obviously one that isn't, like, hurting people or whatever. That's not really what I'm talking about. But I think in the heart of a man, to know that, okay, there is some risk I'm taking and to overcome that risk, whether it's through skill or just, like, like when you get to the top of that massive hill on a dirt bike that you just, like, flew up, like, there's something in the heart of man, I think, that's foundational that says, like, oh, I have enough. Like, look what I just did. Um, and I needed to confront danger to get there. So I think even then stepping into like a good danger is huge. I mean, yeah, I even had that realization. I was like, dang, like I need more of this in my life. And then like, okay, I don't have a dirt bike, but like how can I foster that? And that's just sick to see, yeah, y'all have the same like realization while we're all out there like tearing it up. So I think I think that's part of the whole programming mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. In, in the sense of like even the aspect of work and engaging your body. Mm-hmm. physically in that way outside of engaging your body physically in adventure like there's an aspect that says this is who i am this is who i'm not this is what i'm capable of this is i mean like i want to explore this area more i want to work on it i want to ride dirt bikes better i want to <coughs> fly fish better i want to work better or whatever like there's this element that's very purposeful i think uh, for us at training ground just to say like this is a time where you're going to be tested and you're going to be able to look at who you are mm. And, and who you're not. And yeah. maybe commit to, like, this is who I want to be. Mm. So how does that hit you as I, as I even say those things? And you guys are seven weeks into the program. I, I definitely agree that you find more of yourself through the experiences of training ground. And, like, so you might think you're a certain way, but then you come here and you try new things that you've never been able to try before, and it just unlocks, like, a whole new path. And... Yeah, definitely. I feel like just being able to be more in tune with my story and be able to find out who I am as a person. And I think that's really cool at like the age I'm at as mm-hmm. well. So like even thinking about, um, 
that we even just had this conversation downstairs about, you know, first times, you know, or we continue to do things that like um, maybe either like maybe no other class has ever done um, or even just kind of this, um, you, you know, just new experiences for yourself. Like you'd said, you never, you know, been on a dirt bike before, but like um, even at seven weeks, you know, even thinking about who you were even eight weeks before, you know, who you were before the program. And um, I always just think it's interesting that like we, we always struggle with trying to figure out how to describe the program to people, especially guys that, you know, are thinking about the program. And so, you know, for you guys, if, if there's something like how would you speak to the Drews two months ago? You know, say you guys, you know, I know you guys um, didn't know each other before the program, but you did grab dinner in Charlotte one night after, you know, you, you were both accepted. And so, like, how, if these true two Drews could go back in time and sit down with those two Drews, like, what would that conversation look like? What would you say to those Drews and say, hey, heads up, be ready for this? Or, you know, like, be open to this, this part of how God's going to stretch you or be open to this specific teaching because this teaching is going to really kind of, you know, rock your world. Like, t- like take us back to that, what that conversation would look like. Uh, I think for me personally, um, I just needed to breath and being able to come out here. Um, I don't know if something in the air that with the people is it very nice to be able to actually just take a breath. Like you, you have things, everything, Lee and Corey have done an amazing job of kind of covering um, just even housing the meals to just you're gonna have a great time but also the fact that like um even last night uh, one of my favorite lessons was um relating to women and how we treat masculinity and how we can see that kind of in a day-to-day society and that was uh, by far one of my favorite topics as well but kind of going back to um in a way that you are just going to be tested in so many ways. Like the accountability here um, is something definitely unique that I, I just didn't get with my uh, close friends back home that we were able to talk about our whole story and not just, you know, the bright, uh, cool moments, but also like the really deep things. And those can really kind of play a part of, okay, how do we use that to propel ourselves forward? And, um, really kind of shining a light at our whole life. And just the bond that we get through our stories is it's really incredible. What about you, Mr. Myers? I think, like, coming into the program, uh, I, I knew some things about it, obviously listening to the podcast and all that, but I didn't know exactly, like, what to expect. And, um, it w- like, going back, I feel like I could tell myself, like, buckle up for the ride. Like, it's going to be crazy, but it's going to be so worth it and so rewarding in the end. And I, you know, I think I wish honestly every guy could do this program. I know it's, it's not for everyone. It's not easy. It's not a summer camp and it, it definitely grows and matures you in more ways than you could imagine. And I can confidence confidently say like, I feel like I've grown a lot since being out here. Mm-hmm. So I, I think one of the things that's, I mean, besides having the same name, Drew, and being from the same place, that you guys both have been very perceptive about your own journey, and that's been impressive because not every guy is like that that comes through the program. Um, Have you been surprised by the difficulties that you've had to look at in your own stories or living with other guys or, you know, work? You know, what has that been like? Sure. Uh, At least for me, I've really kind of seen... 
really my relationship with my parents and coming out here, I was living with them uh, for the last year of college and then coming back out here. Um, it's just really cool to see like there's we're so we're in Gainesville, Florida, all the way up to Richmond, Virginia. So a lot of different areas, a lot of different backgrounds of how people were raised and just the relationships and that you kind of see that, especially at work and um, or kind of around meal times that people just really have different ways of kind of living life. And when you're put into a house, you know, with six guys, it really kind of shows um, kind of your normal daily habits. And then we can also kind of check ourselves. And then also just like the amount of um, kind of real that we get just because um, we laugh together, we cry together, and um, we, we do a lot. So it's, it's really cool to see uh, the highlights and, um, kind of reaching out and helping with, you know, uh, with our stories and helping to kind of wrestle, like, how did we grow up? What is that really like? And, uh, what kind of struggles that, you know, sometimes your parents didn't really prepare you for life and kind of coming out here and kind of, kind of exposing, um, uh, your childhood a little bit. So it's, it's been really, it's really challenging. Yeah. I think for me, like, um, story work was something definitely really new and something I never really heard of. And, you know, even if you think you have it all together or you have a great life, like, and you look back at your story, like chances are you've just become numb to some things. And so it's definitely, I've been eye opening to get other people's perspectives and kind of been like, Hey, like, you know, maybe like, that's interesting. Like, tell me more about that. And, um, just being able to examine and look back at your life and kind of see like why things happen and why you are who you are. And, um, yeah, I think your story can tell so much about you. And so, um, yeah, it's been really interesting. There's so much of that. That's so on purpose. Like you guys are exploring things that some men never explore. Mm-hmm. you know or yeah. don't explore until they're in their 40s and then there's a broken marriage and then there's kids that are latchkey and like there's all this trauma but like like our goal is like if we can help you guys take a look at that stuff now it's not going to impact your marriage in 20 years except for in a positive way because there's not 20 years of addiction or 20 years of depression or 20 years of struggle or, or whatever so mm-hmm. um, that's really our purpose and I'm glad I'm glad you guys kind of kind of see that mm. so yeah. Well, yeah, guys. I mean, it's been so awesome having you on here. And yeah, I mean, it's even been crazy as leadership just to see how much y'all as a group have grown and um, so amazing. So yeah, we're excited for all the growth to come as well and all the exciting things we're going to do. But thank you, Drews, for being on here. Well, yeah, real quick, like, like, yeah. if, if, like there's some guy out there that's thinking about coming into one of the programs. Uh-huh. Like one sentence, what would you tell him? Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Be open, be hungry. It will change your life. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks. being with us, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for TG Garage Talks. We are currently accepting applications for Training Ground Chattanooga 2022. Now guys, I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing Training Ground has been for me. So if anything we've talked about in this episode or in other episodes have stirred anything in your heart, 
um, please, man, look into coming out with us. It's going to be a blast, and we can't wait to have you. You can find us at www.trainingground.com, and you can also find us on Instagram at Training Ground Colorado, as well as Training Ground Chattanooga. Well, until next time, guys, this has been Candler English with Training Ground Garage Talks. See you soon.